MLM Nation, episode 596. Welcome to MLM Nation, a podcast of leaders, by leaders, for leaders, hosted by Simon Chan. He's built a team of over 200,000 and is now a full-time MLM coach and trainer. So if you're ready to level up your business, join us now. Let's do this. Hey, MLM Nation, if you haven't heard, my mission is to help a 1,000 people earn $1,000 a month before next year. And I made it easy for you to get help from me. So if you're interested, you can get a help as starting with $10, 33 cents a day. I'll answer your questions seven days a week. We prospect together. I'll guide you exactly what to say. And I'll put you into the five-step plan to get your next customer or next new rep. Go check it out at PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. And I look forward to helping you become one of the 1,000 people to earn $1,000 a month by next year. ML Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Kelly Hoover. Hey, Kelly, are you ready to make it happen? I am so ready. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Kelly Hoover is known for a drive for success and helping others achieve the same thing. As a former pharmaceutical rep and college athlete, she loves all things competitive. Kelly is a full-time leader, a six-figure earner, and it's a team of over 4,600 reps and over 40,000 customers. So Kelly, that's a brief intro, but uh, why do you share with the MLM Nation? Uh, how did you go from a farm rep and how did you get to network marketing? Yes, I know, right? It's not kind of a, a strange path, but I will tell you, I have always had a passion for helping other people. And that's why I was in the healthcare world. I loved helping other people through the pharmaceutical industry. And during that, I loved what I did, but I got really sick. I had a very rare brain tumor, got very sick. I'm fine now, but when something like that happens in your life, it really does sort of make you realize I was working so much. I was working 50, 60 hours a week. And I just, I I sort of felt like it was golden handcuffs. I made good income. I had all these great benefits, but then when getting sick, it just made me realize there's gotta be something more out there. And when I was overcoming the brain tumor and really on the other side of it, I found a product in the health and wellness industry that really impacted my life. And on the other side, I people started noticing how I was feeling. And then I realized I found network marketing. I really say it found me because I certainly didn't wake up one day deciding I wanted to switch careers. Um, but I saw friends of mine, you know, having time freedom, earning income, being able to create those memories with their 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 kids, their families. And that's really how I got into network marketing, um, really just falling in love with the product and then now falling in love with the business. How did you uh, hear about the product? Who approached you about it? How did you know about it? Um, actually, someone I worked in within pharmaceuticals um, online on Facebook. So, what was the process like? You just there were friends on Facebook. You saw how uh, the person was doing, and then yep, they were actually sharing um, really how they were physically feeling. Um, they were sharing really about like how their life had been impacted. It wasn't so much about the product, but it was more specifically about what the product had allowed them to to feel different and had to accomplish in their life. And I could identify with that. 
that. And so um, even though they had been reaching out to me, I really ignored it for several months. And but I was watching. I was like, you know, the person that was constantly watching. That was before we had Facebook Live, but we did have videos. And so she would post a video, but that was our connection. And then I realized I woke up one day and I said, okay. I wasn't ready to start the business, but I was ready to to learn more about the actual product. So that's how I felt about it. And, and I knew that she she didn't give up on. She kept continuing to connect with me. And that made me feel like I wasn't a, a purchase for her. How does she keep on following? First of all, how long did she follow up with you for? Uh, about four months before I said yes. And how did she follow up for uh, four months without making you feel like she was pushy or... Like, because you know, some people like they're they yeah. up and they're like, oh, I'm not going to even pick up the answer. Up. How did she do that? That made you feel comfortable? Yeah. So we, she had a conversation with me. Um, it was through Messenger. She had a conversation with me and it wasn't really about the product. She just, you know, it was summertime. She was seeing what I was doing for the summer, checking in with me, with my, about my kids, about my family, about pharmaceuticals, what was going on in my life. And occasionally she'd sprinkle in the product, but it was mostly building a relationship with me. So once you got started, you, you decided to do the business. Mm-hmm. What happened? What was your first couple of weeks like? Um, so when I started the product, I really was not interested in the business. I was pretty upfront about that. I always supported network marketers, but I really was just naive and I did not know about the industry. And I thought it was something different than what it really is that I know of now. Um, and so when I, when I first, those first few days, I loved my journey. I loved it. She was checking in with me. I was feeling important. Um, And then people around me started noticing. And the reality was, is that I was sending all these leads to her, all these referrals. And really the conversation came down to, I can make the commission or you can make the commission. What, you know, what's it going to be? And I was like, well, you know, tell me a little bit more. And so that's how it started. It happened sort of uh, quickly and very organically through just a conversation. And that was that simple. The once you decided to do it, um, did you have a success right away? Or were you- so, yeah. So I did have some initial success right away, but I will say I didn't build a business online. That's a pretty unique thing about my story is my first 13 months building the business was pretty much text messages off of any sort of social media. And I didn't, didn't use any sort of contacts I had through my current job. It was a, it was a ethics thing. It was something that I was, you know, not supposed to do. And I did not cross those lines. So what's cool about that is it shows that you can truly build a network marketing business and so many different avenues. And it was calling people. It was seeing people around town and really being able to help them with their individual thing. But success happened very quickly the first month. And then I sort of stayed at a lull, you know, for a little while. And then when I had a pretty significant mindset shift, a pretty significant thing happened in my business where I just sort of said, wow, this is much bigger opportunity than I actually think it is. And I decided to to literally cross the line in the sand and jump over it and never look back. And then went from the third rank in, in my company till four months later, hitting the top rank. Very, very fast after that. So I want to clarify a few things. You said when you first started, you did social media for 13 months. I did not. Did not. Did not. Okay. It was, so you was all basically all Walmart. 
And then mm-hmm. after you did social media afterwards. Correct. And you said the mindset shift, uh, what happened there? What was the mindset shift that made you go in? The biggest mindset shift was I wanted time with my kids. I wanted the time to be able to go to the gym when I wanted. I wanted to be the the mom that could be there picking her kids up from school. I didn't want to to be told what to do, when to do it. I missed a pretty significant thing in my daughter's life. And because I was told I had to be in a meeting across the country and um, that really hit home. And it made me look at overall the opportunity and overall that I knew if I, you know, got to work, that this could be something bigger than anything I had been a part of. And so it was an all in mentality and it was a mindset shift, believing in myself, really. So when did you make that switch to social media? Why? And um, yeah. And how did it go? What's the first things you did? Cause you didn't do any social media. Then you went to why the shift? Cause you were doing pretty well. And what yeah. did you do? Because I left my pharmaceutical job and I left my career behind. And then I went on to social media and began to pretty much launch my business on social media, which was able to explode, you know, everyone that wasn't in my direct, you know, warm market, I guess you could say, Um, still was very much a warm market because it was online and it was on social media. But the funny thing was, is I had like three or 400 friends and I knew them all really well. So um, it was that mindset shift, but it was because I left my career and I said, this is my new career. And I treated it like a job. And I think that that really is one of the biggest things is that treated it like a job and treated it like a business. It was not a hobby for me. This was my new career. And so learning how to launch it and go online and on social media, which I didn't know how to do because I was not a social media person prior to that. So for someone who also is listening, who doesn't know much about social media uh, and wants to get started, what advice could you give them? Um, The best advice is to be authentically you, to show up as yourself, to not compare yourself, to be out there and to be true, uh, to not be spammy, but to truly show up not so much as the product or the business or whatever you are actually promoting, but to show up as how it has impacted your everyday life. I really love social media to be able to paint a picture of, of situations or painting a picture because I know that I never would have thought I could have walked away from my pharmaceutical job had that picture not been painted for me and had I not seen that. So someone brand new and you have to not be afraid. That was another huge piece of advice for social media, but also just in network marketing is to, to get over what people think about you. Because that is truly what I live in an extremely small town. And I cared a lot about my image and about what people thought of me. But I had to get over that. I knew if this was going to be successful, I had to get over what everyone else was thinking. Because guess what? They weren't paying my bills. They weren't living in my life. And so really, truly getting past that mindset shift was very, very key. That's often, I think everyone knows that you have to over, you know, don't care about other people's opinions, uh, but it's difficult. What is your self-talk that allowed you to get out of that? Not let other people's opinions bother you. Yeah, that's a great question. So um, I'm very, very, um, created very strict boundaries around my mindset and around my morning routine. 
I mean, it sounds cliche. I know people probably hear that all the time, but I am constantly getting better and tweaking it. My morning routine is I get up in the morning. I spend time, you know, in my devotion. I serve my heart, my mind first before I can do anything else. I make sure I exercise, you know, at least five or six days a week because that is what what allows me to be able to show up and serve. I journal, I do affirmations, and I make sure that my day starts in a positive way. I don't get up five minutes before, you know, my, my kids are up. I give myself a solid 45 minutes to an hour and a half every single morning. And it's just, that is truly it. And anytime in the day when negativity comes, I trained my mind to, to allow myself to, to have a pity party or to think about it. I would set a timer on my phone. You know, I started out at five minutes. Now I don't need to do that, but I would decrease it four minutes, three minutes. And then that was just like done snap my finger. And I am moved on. I'm no longer allowed to think about the situation and it got easier. The more practice I had, it got easier. And then, you know, after you practice something so much, you do not need to overcome it anymore. It's just a natural habit. A lot of go there. You know, uh, one of my early mentors talked about the quicker you can let something go determines your level of success. Right. But I've never heard about the timer. That is really good. Because I think Emma, if you're listening, like, you know, Kelly's not superhuman. She has things that bother her. But it's how quick do you let it go? And I like the fact you use the timer. You know, you mm-hmm. can think about it for five more minutes, five more minutes than a party, but afterwards, you're not allowed to think about that. It allows you to move on. And, uh, and that opens your mind to new opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about, um, you talk about you have three, 400 friends, you have a network. How do you build a network so that you always have a warm market? Because you're very good at relationship building. So yeah. can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. So Bill, as far as building a warm market, I mean, that is one of the things that I think um, I, I didn't really know that I was doing it so much in the beginning, but now I realize how incredible it has been now that I've been in the industry for a few years that I feel like I probably don't ever have enough time to ever get to talk to everybody in my warm market. So every single place that I go, whether it's the bank, whether it's the doctor's office, whether it's anywhere, I'm building relationships and I'm not building relationships with people to actually say like, oh my gosh, are they going to buy my product or join my team? or let me talk to them about my opportunity. It's about getting to know them and how I can connect with them as a human. And maybe down the line, we do business together. Maybe I connect them with something else that can serve them. But it's really, truly having that serving mind and that serving heart. And I think people see that. I think people see that over time and that you genuinely care. And having your eyes open, there's so many times that people are buried into their phones. And trust me, I use my phone all the time. It's how I've built my business. But putting your phone down, not just in your hand, but in your purse, in your pocket and, and making eye contact. I mean, in today's age, people don't do that as often and seeing the value. And then once you're having that connection, you've got to get connected with them online. You've got to get connected with them somehow that you can follow up and continue to create that relationship when you're not face to face. So for an example, 
just this morning, I was at the bank and met this incredibly nice lady. We had a great conversation and I don't know, I may never see her again, but really getting connected with her online. I don't know if we'll ever do business together, but the cool thing is I know at some point we, our paths will cross and I'll be able to point her in the right direction or serve her in some sort of way. But if I would have walked out of the bank and not gotten connected with her on social media, I would never know how to have her in my warm market and build that relationship with her. The woman in the bank, what was your opening line? How did you, you just smile and say, hey, how's it going? Well, what did you say to her? I asked her a lot of questions. I was I was there, you know, to there for an actual service, but she started asking me questions and I turned around and asked her questions. I learned a ton of information about her, about her family, how she got there, what she did, found out, you know, some specific things that maybe she's not, you know, looking for, for a career change. And we she really was able to do those things. I really like to try and and ask a lot of questions, not make it about me and about me talking, um, which is hard for sometimes, you know, people, especially if you're selling something, uh, but really turning it around and listening and asking a ton of questions so you can figure out people's pain points because you never know if you can serve them if you don't know what their pain points are. Awesome stuff. Hey, so switching gears a little bit. Um, how long have you been in network marketing right now? How many years? Four. Four years. In your four years, what is your worst, this is my favorite question, your worst moment in network marketing to the point you think, why am I even doing this? You wanted to quit, but you didn't quit. And that's why you're the leader you are today. Yeah. So um, it's, it is a really great question. And there is actually several things that I can think about. But I really do think my biggest probably moment, and this, is, this has happened to me several times, but it's an overall theme, is in developing my own leadership realizing that every single person that comes into my team does not have the same vision or wants the same things as I do. And it may not have the desire or the work ethic, may not want to apply that same work ethic to the same thing. And so truly realizing not pushing my goals or my dreams onto them or my work ethic onto them, loving them where they're at. Because I do think in the very beginning, and through through as developing my leadership, sometimes I just assume that people want to be at the top and they want to do this full time and they want all of this, but yet that's not really what they want. And so um, I think there there has been several of those moments where now looking back, I say, gosh, if I would have just really understood a little bit more about what their goals were, then I probably could have overcome or maybe not had certain situations like that. What was the worst situation you had? People just quit or say bad things about you? Yeah, yeah. People quit. Um, people quit, just quit their business, abandon their team. Definitely, I'm sure bad things were said. I'm at the point now where that that doesn't, doesn't bother me, nor do I even let someone talk to me about it. But definitely people just quitting. And I think sometimes as leaders, it's hard to know, you know, are they quitting because of themselves? They don't believe in themselves. Or are they quitting because maybe I've pushed them too hard? So that has definitely been, been probably a challenging moment as far as my leadership goes and lessons I have learned. How do you know uh, who you should push and not push? 
So I didn't, yeah, I didn't know before, but I will tell you now, I really try to qualify people and things change in life, right? So maybe there's something they want today and then 90 days, they don't want that anymore, but make sure it's because not because they're giving up on themselves, but I think it's asking them, you know, what are your goals? Is it, are you driven by money? Are you driven by community? Are you driven by the vacations or time freedom, because I know for me, I, I wish I wasn't driven this way, but I'm driven by recognition and by time versus income. Um, and so for someone to know that about me, it's very important if they're trying to be my leader, right? And so knowing that about other people, and I think just asking them and putting it all out there and making sure people know, like, you don't have to work as hard as I do. You don't have to be, you know, want to be, um, make a million dollars. You don't have to do that. But I want to know how I can serve you as a leader. So I know how to show up and how to push you, but not allow yourself to give up on yourself either. It's a fine line, right? Yeah. Hey, uh, switching topics. Let's talk about consistency. How important is consistency to success? Oh my gosh. It's funny that you even ask that because it's one of like um, my all time like quotes. It's one of my favorite quotes about consistency. It's um, the thing I think that leads to anything with success. Um, I think about like when we were children or our own children, we talk about sports because being an athlete practice, right? Practice makes perfect. You always hear that people want to, they want to practice. They want to practice like showing up to practice, showing up for your business and being consistent in your business is what equals success. People don't generally get lucky. They work hard and, and, you know, success comes along with showing up. It's not showing up 5% of the time. It's showing up 100% of the time and being consistent. Now, consistent for some people can, could be a different amount than consistent for, for someone like you or for someone like me. But it's being consistent to what their goals are um, and making sure that work ethic and the, the time lines up with the goals as far as consistency goes. But I don't know how you can not have success if you're not consistent with anything in life. Hey, thank you for sharing that. And uh, by the way, what sport did you play in college? Tennis. Oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of fun. Hello, everyone. Aisham Hipsher here, live in MLM Nation Studios, prepared to bring you this week's show ambassador who is none other than i don't know their real name but their uh, their tag is best app i've purchased i wonder what that app is anyways best app i've purchased b-a-i-p b-a-i-bape i'm gonna say bape bape says perfect for a newbie like me boom five stars bape thank you I listen to at least one episode every day. The insights from the top network marketers are so incredibly helpful in instilling belief that I can create success in my business. Learning about best practices is great, but I think what always hits me is how most come from an ordinary background and that anyone can truly have success in MLM. Thank you so much for the podcast, Simon. Keep them coming. Bait, best app I've ever purchased. Thank you. Thank you so much for that, that kind review. I agree 100%. It, it's good to see that the you know the majority of the leaders come from normal backgrounds, You know, no, nothing crazy. They, they didn't come to the scene with this massive network or this massive influence. Uh, they learned how to build that. And, and you truly can too. You know, this business is not, not 
easy at all, but it is simple. And, and that really means something when you think about it. You're gonna put in a lot of work. It's not easy, but it's simple stuff. So keep it simple. Keep listening to our podcast. Keep staying motivated. Keep you know encouraging your team to listen to our podcast. And most importantly, keep prospecting and, and doing your thing, doing the, the daily method of operations, our DMO. It's going to produce growth in your business. So I'm, I'm going to jump off my soapbox, guys. If you want to be featured as, you know what? I didn't even, I didn't even give you a shout out, babe. Babe, you are this week's show ambassador. Let babe hear it best app I've ever purchased. I'd love to know what that app is. But anyways, guys, if you'd like to be featured as next week's show ambassador, just leave us a rating and review. Uh, Every week, we will select one of you beautiful people and boom, a star is born. I'm looking forward to reading your review to the world next time. Now back to Simon and the show. Hey, you heard it. Consistency is so, so important. Without it, you'll never be successful. And in my mission to help a 1,000 people earn $1,000 a month, I know one of the things we need to work on is to help you become more consistent and take action. And that's what we do in Purpose Driven Networkers. For just 33 cents a day, we prospect together. I hold you accountable. I make sure you work on the DMO, the income producing activities. And so all that for 33 cents a day, I made it easy for you to get help. Go check it out at PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. PurposeDrivenNetworkers.com. Let's get consistent and let's start finally, not just learning, learning, but taking action and making money in your business. Let's do it. Hey, you've been amazing, Kelly. Uh, as we go, to, go towards the end of the show, some quick questions to pick the brain. Okay, And yes. just quick one, two or three sentences. Uh, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? Favorite one is, if the plan doesn't work, Change the plan, but never the goal. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Time and my calendar blocking, treating this like a business. When do you plan out your calendar? Everything. (laughs) I plan my personal business, my team business, my calls, my self-development, my workouts, my time with my family, my individual children, everything. What is the best piece of advice you ever received, Kelly? To not give up and to not quit. When things get tough, you've got to just get up the next day and go at it again. So let's talk about prospecting tools. What's your favorite prospecting tool? Say you have a qualified prospect. Do you do a Zoom? Do you send them an online video first or a web, you know, one-on-one or talk on the phone? What do you like to do? I like to either get them on a Zoom or get them on the phone. I want them to hear my voice um, and I want to hear their voice just because I feel like once you make things personal, uh, you've just moved so many more steps than, than making things, you know, through a text message or a video. And since you build online, uh, what's your favorite app on your phone that you, you find yourself using the most? Oh my goodness. Um, favorite app is probably my text message. I guess that's in Facebook. Those are probably my two Facebook messenger. Um, and we'll talk about, let's talk about books. What's one or two books you could recommend to ML nation. Um, I love 10 X by Grant Cardone and success principles. Jack Canfield are probably my top two favorite. I read every year. And then here's the last question, the million dollar question. You ready? 
I'm ready. <laughs> so imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. So you had a contact list of zero. You didn't know your husband, didn't know your kids. You're like an alien that went through another universe. But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you do to find prospects and, or the first place you go to build a network marketing business from scratch? I would go to a coffee shop um, and I would go every single day to a coffee shop and probably sit there for a few hours and just network and connect with people as they came in and out. Just like the way you did at the bank. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Hey, as we uh, wrap up, any last words or advice? And what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Oh, awesome. Yes, you can find me on Facebook or on Instagram. Um, it's Kelly, K-E-L-L-I-E, and then Johns, J-O-H-N-S, Hoover, H-O-O-V-E-R. You can follow me or send me a friend request. The best piece of advice is know why you're doing something. Um, if you are getting up and wanting to build a business, you are wanting to go to the next level in your business, have your eyes set on that goal and get up every single day and have your plan, work your plan and don't give up on it. And don't give up on yourself because you will reach that goal as long as every day you wake up with that attitude. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Kelly Hoover. So keep up the momentum. Head over to MLNation.com and to the podcast tab and the show notes to this episode or the nuggets of wisdom that Kelly shared will be right there. Hey, in order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So thanks again, Kelly, for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God bless you. Thank you so much. Hey, MM Nation, before we go, don't forget your free download of my latest book, 365 Motivational Quotes for the Network Marketer. It's over 79 pages long. You get a free PDF copy of it. Just download. You get a sneak peek of what keeps the leaders going. You know, it's taking the best of the best of the podcast and put in one convenient resource for you. You're going to get confidence. As you can refer to over and over again every single day, you get daily encouragement, and you get the mental toughness to become successful, and you're going to stay motivated and focused on each day as you go through the guide. So just go download it. It's all for free, mlnation.com forward slash book. And if you know a friend or downline or sideline, crossline, or any friend or even, you know, a prospect that would this would lift up the profession, increases the belief in the profession, share with them as well. Just go to download it, and it's free for them as well. MLNation.com forward slash book. Hey, ML Nation, recap and review of a great show from Kelly Hoover. Make sure you head over to MLNation.com and uh, just type in Kelly, K-E-L-L-I-E, and you see the show notes page. Uh, she talked about a lot of different things about follow-up, right? Her original, I mean, how many of you would love to have a six-figure earner in your business? Well, it took her up my four months of consistent follow-up to get her in. Uh, but following up in a, in a not an annoying way, just checking in on people to see how they're doing. Uh, importance of most, you know, most people, they just follow up one time, right? And while they don't realize the network marketing, it takes multiple follow-ups. You know, one of my top leaders in my business took four months as follow-up as well. Another friend of mine took five years. Right, that's why you can never, like Kelly says, you can never, never quit. You gotta keep going, keep going. You know, she wasn't interested first, the thing that shifted her mind. And 
she, she talks about people. Some people just happy to be happy just to be a customer, do a little bit. You can't push people too hard. As a leader, if you are hungry and driven, and if you listen to this, you are definitely hungry and driven, but know that not everyone on your team is that way. Know where everyone stands. Really important. Or else you may, um, yeah, some people just like the commodity, like to earn maybe $100 a month or get the free products or just be a customer. Know where people stand. You know, Kelly talks about something else that's really important. It's like, treat the business like a job. You can tell she's hardcore, hardcore, serious, you know, no BS. You know, she plans out her calendar, books ends her day, and she have to show up every single day, right? You have to show up. I mean, a lot of you, if you're struggling, it's probably you're not treating like a job. You let distractions get in the way. Like, this is a business, right? Just like your job, you know, if someone's distracting you, you still got to be there. You still got to do the work or you get fired, in, in, in this network marketing, it's the same way. You have to be showing up every single day for your business. And, you know, you talked about um, emotional downs, things that don't go well, right? And she talked about the boundaries. She has a morning routine that allows her to clear her mind. But also, I really love this. I'm actually going to test, try this out, is uh, the timer. Because, you know, I consider myself pretty good, like, able to let things go and move on, not letting myself think about things. But I like this. This is even better. Five-minute timer. Because I found myself sometimes I let it bother me for an hour or so, right? I'm thinking about it, or maybe in the morning part bothers me, depending on how what what happened. And uh, we you know we all go through up and downs, whether it's not just in your business, but in personal life with kids. But ability, how to quickly let it go, and like using a timer that is brilliant. And then afterwards, quote unquote, not allowing yourself to think about that, so you can move on. Kelly also talked about a lot of stuff about relationship building, asking questions, having a service mindset. Right, connecting people with human beings, but you know, when you're connecting people out in the marketplace or out in the streets, she talked about connecting people to bank, just being have a smile, have good energy, and just ask people and get them to ask questions, but always leave by connecting with people online so you can stay in touch with them, right? Asking questions. And she talked about the same thing with million dollar question. Answer that was like, you know, go to a coffee shop and just meet, meet people. Uh, lastly, she talked about consistency and knowing why you're doing something, right? Why are you doing this? And don't quit, have a plan. And if things don't work out, don't give up to go, but change the plan. So great show, Kelly. Make sure you connect with her. Head over to MLNation.com. And if you like this, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. I read all the reviews. It's been very, very helpful in terms of giving us feedback. Um, and thank you for listening. Hey, I'm Simon Chan. I'm loud and proud to be part of this amazing profession. And now it's over to you. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all.